and Mama K. Cha-cha real smooth. No? <laughs> That's the name of the movie we're doing. Tonight we are doing <laughs> Cha-cha real smooth. Cha-cha real smooth is a movie from last year, not this year, last year. Uh, and it is on Apple TV+. Plus. It's that time of year where the theaters are not exciting me, and therefore I'm not dragging anyone to them here. So we are catching up on stuff that is relatively new. And this is a Cooper Rafe movie. This means something to people listening, probably, but not maybe you two. Uh, he's an up-and-coming <laughs> writer-director, a young guy. He made a movie called Shit House, which I have not seen. I've seen part of it. And then uh, he made this, which is his second Shit House movie. Too. Shit House 2, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Um, and <laughs> to the left, got, y'all. He's already got two other movies in the can currently that will be coming out, I think, later this year and then one next year. So keep an eye out on this guy. I thought, I thought it was time to time to watch him. He's also one of the lead stars of the movie. And uh, we'll we'll talk about all that kind of stuff. But did you, did you guys know anything about Cha-Cha Real Smooth going in? No. Yeah, no, never heard of this. Um... You guys have to be that enthusiastic. It's cur- curb your enthusiasm. Well, I mean, I know the say. song. But... Everyone, calm down. I know it's very exciting. All right, uh, a man who works <laughs> as a bar mitzvah party host strikes up a unique friendship with a young woman and her teenage daughter. This has an eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes with a sixty-one audience and a seven point three IMDb. So mm. checks out. If you haven't seen this, as I said, Apple TV Plus is the place. I missed what you said. How, what's the score? 85 on Rotten Tomatoes with the critics, 61 with the audience, and 7.3 on IMDb. So, upper middle. Upper middle scores. Uh, So, if you haven't seen, that's where you do it. And that uh, that was Nicole's tepid reaction there. So, interesting. Uh, We're going to spoil it here now. So, Cha-Cha Real Mm -hmm. Smooth takes place uh, with a 22-year-old in New Jersey. There's a quick little flashbacky thing at the beginning, but I'll brush over that. Uh, 22-year-old Andrew, and uh, he's reaching college grad, and uh, his girlfriend's moving to Barcelona. He's directionless. It's a mumblecore talky movie, and uh, it's his manic pixie dream girl in this, I guess, is uh, Dakota Johnson's, (laughs) uh, what's her character's name? Domino? Domino. Domino. Domino is is manic manic pixie uh, milf in this, and uh, they they strike up a a bond. She's got a uh, a daughter who is autistic and loves her Rubik's cube. Uh, there's a, a boyfriend in it, a lovable mom, uh, some some friends, a younger brother, and it's a lot of feel goody coming of age dramedy mumblecore stuff. Lena Dunham, uh, Joe Swanberg, the Duplass brothers, a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, but in the new uh, with a new Gen Z flavor twist to it. So I think that gives you an idea. Um, I kind of know Nicole's <laughs> thoughts because I watched it with her. Mama K, I'll start with you. What did you think of Cha-Cha Real Smooth? Uh, I thought Cha-Cha Real Smooth was a charming, warm movie. Charming hmm. and warm. <laughs> I felt like it was, first of all, I loved the soundtrack to this movie. And if you get me with a soundtrack, I'm going to like your film a lot better. I even looked it up. Apparently it's by some of it is by um, one of the Haim sisters from the group Haim. Um, and also and, checks out. Yeah, yeah, that also it does check out. But I just loved 
Um, I mean, there's obviously music in this because a lot of uh, there's a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs going on and in the background of everything. But and there's bar people are in bars a lot. Um, but the the sound, the overarching soundtrack of this movie is just it pulled me right in and it made me feel the feels. He did a great job with that. And I think this guy is really wicked talented. All right, that's a that's a beginning positive praise from Mama K for for Cha Cha mm-hmm. uh, Nicole. Yeah, uh-huh. that is interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I found this movie lame and uh, non-directional. I didn't <laughs> didn't know what tone this was supposed to be. Um, we have a lot of sexual innuendos, a lot of cursing, a lot of like adult theming feeling, but yet heartwarming, like, hey, pal, love you, little bro. This is uh, uh, a weenie movie, like for weenies. Um, <laughs> this is a weenie movie I, for weenies. Oh, I'm going to need definition for that because uh, I'm... <laughs> It's I'm not really sure. W- I'm not it's, really sure what you mean. I'm, I didn't mean that. I didn't really mean to call you a weenie. <laughs> um, I would say a weenie may enjoy this movie, but not all mo- people that enjoy it are weenies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Square it's and like a rectangle, kind of. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, I, I didn't get the tone. Uh, I. It's already kind of skewed for me because I am not a fan of Dakota Johnson. I think she is just a very odd human being that i don't jive with um Mm. so to watch her like come on to a younger man i guess she didn't know at the time but and then all of a sudden she's wholesome at the end and she didn't have any underlying intentions is not what i expect her to do (laughs) so i think i was thrown off by that um Way thrown off by her fiance that I thought was taking a different route, which maybe you guys did too. I don't know if that was like a, uh, what it was supposed to be like theming. Um, there is a possibility of things taking really dark turns at any point in this movie. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So if I, you don't know, if you don't know the sensibilities of what. You're well, you know what? That's into. funny though. It's funny though because I know in the past I've said I just want a movie that just uh, lives a life. Like yeah, I just you have, and that's really what this is. <laughs> it really is. It's just this a guy very living just a life. Like, <laughs> people hanging out for I don't. What is it? A summer? Like it's like it's a couple yeah. of weeks or something like, after college. You know, yeah. yeah, but you know, after watching that, I realized that is lame as fuck. <laughs> like this, <laughs> this is a movie for weedies, and you know what? You're not a weedie. <laughs> uh, I just didn't get why he was like. I don't know. I just felt like they shouldn't have been cursing in it or something. If it was more like a like a family I'm film, so, I don't know. It felt weird. <laughs> I'm so interested in this because I felt like it was so cohesive, and it screamed Gen Z to me. Like this is exactly how I expect a Gen Z person to act. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I felt like that guy was way older than he was supposed to be in this movie, which I realize he's, we looked it up and he's not. He's like three years older. I could have yeah, sworn this guy was old. pushing I was like, 40. He's younger than we are. Like, he's, like, this guy's like 26 now. Like, and this was made a couple of years, like, filmed like three years ago. Like, he was like yeah, 23 he, 20, he, was the, he was the right age. He could have been pushing 40 in my eyes. Like, that man looks the, old. The goal didn't say at the beginning. <laughs> How old is this guy? But like, are we supposed to think he's, like, a kid? Because, like, the goal is confused. It reminds me of Grease. You thought you were, like, 32. Yeah, you thought it was, like, a Grease. <laughs> yeah. No, he he gave me Doctor Who vibes, the guy who plays He really the did. Doctor yeah, Who's. he does look like him, too. Oh, I know what yeah. you're talking about, yeah. Um, I, I don't know his name. Cause I don't... But, uh... Yeah, I I don't know. I I didn't find myself enjoying it the whole time. I think that I liked the most was the Brad Garrett parts because I really like Brad Garrett and um the uh the Dakota Johnson was just really I feel like she was holding back from being her weirdness that she was like off-putting. <laughs> um and uh yeah, I don't know. I, I I'm just going to keep saying weenie movie for right now until someone persuades me otherwise gotcha weenie okay. movie weenie movie until someone persuades you uh i i don't know what i'm gonna persuade yet i uh i'm still pretty mixed on this actually i this was lower than my expectations because i was expecting i had been this is one of those the uh, movies talked up in my film communities and then i bring it to the show and i'm expecting big things and i got like a mixed bag here i i didn't finish his other movie shit house i saw the first like 15 minutes I, I not because I didn't like it. I just got distracted. But he's got a very specific style, and he's and he's I I like I like his um his like funny writing more so like his like kind of his kind of like human moments uh like like between like his his like his like comedy human moments as opposed to his dramatic moments when we get to like like the in between some of the characters dramatically it feels a little like cloying and irritating and like it's a little it's a little like this a good guy i'm such a good guy and i'm the best guy everyone everyone loves me and i had but it's really hard it is really hard even though everyone loves me and i i my my girlfriend's moving away and it's very difficult i i, I bang her and she's very attractive and successful but it's it is tough, you know, and 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 this this very attractive woman. She had a miscarriage, and it's very traumatic. And she also kind of wants me pretty bad. And it's I I just don't know what to do with my life, you know. And my parents are supportive and love me. And uh, but I, I don't know. I just uh, and you see where we're going with this, right? Well, like maybe I, not my stepfather. Uh, maybe maybe a little tiny bit. Maybe he's a little tiny bit irritated with me sometimes. But like I don't know. By the end. I kind of feel I'm kind of feeling a little weenie-ish with Nicole actually while I'm watching this too. I'm kind of like weenie-ish. I I am I am I, like there are parts I laughed at, but like later at, like there's parts that I'm kind of enjoying. But by the end of this, I'm kind of like I think I'm too cynical for this. I don't believe you. I don't believe any of this. I don't believe any of this. I, this is this is nice plate plastic fake world a little bit kind. The last well, I, I will say I, the last before I I'll give you back the mic. The last 15 minutes or so, I thought were really, 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 really good and kind of won me back around a little bit, a little bit, but that just might be because I like the melodramatic and I like, like, I heard Darren Aronofsky stuff, so I'm a little mixed right now. I like the ending also, but the biggest problem with this 
movie for me is our expectation to believe that this is possible. Like, this, as far as I can gather from this movie, like, they know of this guy in the community because the little brother goes to all the bar bat mitzvahs. But I don't think they particularly know this guy. He meets Domino for the first time. He lets her, he, she lets him sit with her daughter and out of two days of communicating with them, invites them over to his ha- her house and uh, you can babysit well, for us and you can do this. Oh, you can have full uh, freedom to be with my daughter anytime you want. I'd be like, get the fuck away from my, me, you weirdo. I think that's part of her flawed character, though, that she doesn't always make, I mean, none of these people always make good choices. And that's part of, that's part of the character. He doesn't make good choices. I mean, he orders, you know, a a water straight up, which is vodka um, at a 13 year old bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah they they're not making good choices he's you know he can't interview well it and he's you know just i don't know kind of yeah i, I don't I, find I, him weenish i find him an odd uh, an oddball sort well, of well what what my my problem with the, his actions like his drinking and his like he's supposed to be a little prickly at times but i don't really feel that at all because none of the other characters that are like significant are telling us that all the other characters that are significant are telling us you're such a good guy and you're awesome they're like looking past hard, it hard. yeah well i like say like i i think our nicole your and i problems are different yours is a lot more of believability and like i don't believe this community of people would be like oh this guy who we kind of hardly know is like really friends friendly with my uh, autistic daughter and all these younger kids and wants to he- like run a thing like it's, i i, I right. believe i believe to me that makes sense I, to me that on an upper middle class suburban town you're just like oh he's the kid's friend older brother's friend who graduated he comes and watches all the people of course to me that makes sense maybe that's just a a white picket fence bubble thing but the thing that is bought like more bothersome to me is that he's just like there's his his character doesn't make sense in that like everyone loves him but we're told that like there's no prop like there's where's the tension here is there problems or isn't there problems he's the kid he's the guy that got you know he went to college because he was supposed to go to college he got a poli sci degree or whatever and you can't do anything with that shit and now all of a sudden you're 22 years old you're out of college you can't get a job and you wind up working at burger barn or whatever meat stick place um <laughs> was it called meat yeah, sticks me, yeah, uh, yeah. Meat sticks. You, you end up working at at meat sticks and then you know by some fluke you score this really strange gig of being the gig meister uh you know the <laughs> of the the barn bot, bot mitzvah world and i just i I totally see that happening and you're living at home and you wind up in your little brother's room. And, you know, I, I found yeah. the parents to be a little cloying myself. I didn't find that to be quite as, as realistic. It was interesting at the end when he went and told his mom that, you know, I, I want to move out. I'm ready to grow, but you know, you've been, you know, you've been a great mom. You're a great I person, love that whatever. I don't know. That's one of yeah, the best. I do too. That I was like, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. That's, that's one of those scenes where I'm like, See that right there. I see like, 
a 24 year old kid shouldn't be able to write like that and direct that and then star. Yes. Like those are the moments where I'm like, I get like, and that's where I'm like, I don't want to be too harsh. Cause like this guy's so young and doing so much that it like, I'm picking on someone who's like, he's fucking younger than me and he's doing amazing things. But, but there's still big, like, I'm surprised it's getting the overwhelming 85% praise it's getting or a seven, three IMDb. To me, that does seem high. I'm not with the coal where I find it so annoying. like I don't I'm not I'm not totally uh, it's hard to explain. I do I do I am kind of annoyed by this movie, but I recognize it as like a, a, a talented piece, you know, like it's made well and it's like it it's yeah. there's there's promise in it, but there's also things in it that are tone deaf and irritating and not like it, it, irritating is the right word. Lena Dunhamish. I kept thinking of well, tiny, tiny furniture or small, small furniture, whatever that movie is that she made uh, her first movie. I kept thinking of that when I was watching this. Well, the one scene that every like the whole movie is predicated on is a really irritating scene for me. I mean, in for, at first, it's really uh, I, I felt I, I had like this. Oh my god, I know what's happening. So she's in the bathroom at one of the bar mitzvahs, and she's. Um, having some issues and he helps her out and he reads exactly what's going on and you can tell that he knows exactly what's going on Um, and so that all played out really nicely for me on I mean what a weird meet cute right but it is and then when they're back at the same night they're back at the house he's starting to get to know the daughter a little bit more and he stays um, just to make sure that she's okay and then they end up almost making out and then, you know, deciding not to have sex. You don't have sex after a miscarriage. Like, that's what I don't. A yes. Travesty of any sort of reality. I There was right. a break right there with reality right. that I was like, uh oh, he needs to find somebody that knew what was going on and how that works. Well, Dakota, because so if you see interviews about this stuff, Dakota Johnson was like pretty heavily involved in like what, like when, when he wrote the script, reach out to her, like reach out to her and got her. And then he wasn't originally going to star in it, but she like convinced him basically. They, they had good chemistry and kind of, kind of co-project mm-hmm. this thing together. So she, she had heavy influence on that stuff. I think even Nicole said, uh, I'm Dakota Johnson and my character's got to be domino and she's got to have a miscarriage <laughs> in the bathroom and you got to see it. <laughs> Because <laughs> oh I'm Dakota God. Johnson. I thought, I thought she was also the most Dakota Johnson. <laughs> like, I don't think she's she like could... that. I think she's just a person. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, why all the Dakota her. Johnson hate? You've heard things oh, about her, okay. have you? Yeah, 50 things? <laughs> Creepy things? I said 50 yeah. things. Were there shades oh, of them? You said cre- yeah. Is that the weenie? right person? Are they Am weenie making... things? Am I making jokes that aren't make that landing? Is she's fifty shades? No, of I got you. Okay. I got well, you. I didn't know. No, I don't know. I don't watch those films. I'm just looking it up. I think she's just a weird person. Well, she's <laughs> a nepo baby, and they don't, you know, they don't turn out right. Although she, I do praise her for her? Melanie Griffith, Melanie Griffith, and, and Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Oh, that's right. I mean, and that's a pair that's not going to have the right kid. Like, I, I feel like <laughs> Dakota Johnson's done right really, kid. really well for herself compared to. You Did know, you know that she's yeah. with Chris Martin? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She just gives me a, a weird vibe. Like she likes. She probably has some weird kinky stuff she does. 
Is she like Gwyneth Paltrow for you? Yeah, kinda. But I guess that just they're both also a nepo baby. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's all be. kinds of connections there. Uh, yeah, this all this all checks out then. Um, so <laughs> all right, so we got like kind of your like to to me kind of just like. Uh, do you do you hear what I'm saying though? Okay, with like the, the cloying, like I uh, this is something I'm surprised you don't have an issue with. Usually, I thought you would come in here and be like, "This guy's a total narcissist, writes himself apart, where he's everyone loves him and he gets all the girls and and he's I profound." Don't feel like I'm surprised was... that you are not coming here with that take, which I'm refreshed by. But it's interesting because I don't see him as that character at all. I see him actually as being uh, not confident in himself at all and he's wanting to chase this girl to portugal or wherever i forget where she's going barcelona um because he doesn't have a sense of self and the only sense of self he had before was with her and so now he's got to totally you know at 22 figure out what he's going to do with his life and Sure, there's been some really great coincidences that have landed him so that he's not out on the streets, right? But um, I don't, I didn't find him to be a narcissist at all. Okay, I mean, I didn't think everyone loved him. I maybe, and I, and I, maybe that's not. I, I saw when I watched this, I'm just like, I looked at that guy, and I just, I see him interacting. I'm just like, I don't. I don't, maybe it's, maybe it's him and not the character, but I just, I don't believe you. I don't think you're being nice to this autistic girl because you think she's special. I don't think you're being nice to the miscarriage mom because you're, because you're just being nice or that you're nice to your, I don't believe you. I think you're doing this all as some long con to get over on people. I, that's what I, when I see him, I I'm like, what's the con though? To win, to win social capital in favor and, and use it at, at, at leisure. No. And, you know, that's what you I believe You weren't listening for. to the soundtrack. I, 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 <laughs> I saw a guy who was like, oh, all I have to do to win favor is say things people want to hear and then they'll like me and I can do what I want. But he's not quite good enough at it yet, so he, he's too clingy sometimes and then he pushes people up. But then, you know, I don't, I, that's kind of what I'm seeing here. I'm seeing a, I'm I seeing a lot of. I found him to be really sincere. I found him to be really sincere. I don't believe it. There's something about it that doesn't seem. Re- it, I, there's something that does. It's it's the it's. I feel like this. Like you feel about Mister Rogers. Where like you don't believe Mister Rogers. <laughs> Everyone believes right. Mister Rogers. Everyone believes. There's a documentary. There's m- m- movies. Everyone in his life. No one's ever said a bad thing. But you still I sit know. there and your arms are crossed. You say he's a weirdo. Something wrong. Something happened. You don't believe it. That's how I feel about my arms about aren't this crossed. But whatever, you don't understand what I'm saying. Convince me. Yeah. Yes. You, despite all evidence to the contrary, you think Mr. Rogers some creepy weirdo. I think this. I you know I, I'm just saying that's that's why I, I think I don't believe this guy. I think he has ulterior motives. Yeah, but if that's never proven throughout the film, so I mean, you get to the whole ending. And no, that's why the last 15 minutes is really good and almost won it back around for me. The last, the, the end, the yeah, way because, it because to he end the actually is, wasn't the asshole that you thought he was. I mean, he because, was probably more of a weenie, like Nicole says. Because Dakota Johnson becomes an adult at the end, like st- she stops being this weird fantasy character and and turns on, oh, wait, I'm like a 35 year old adult, actually. And that is the best scene in the movie when he goes and shows up on the porch and she's like, 
I know it doesn't seem like I want to marry that guy because of all my weird actions, but I actually do. I'm right. just like really fucked up, and like I and I've and I've been on this planet for enough. My life been fucked up forever because my kids fucked up, and I had her young, and my, everything's fucked up for me. Your life's not fucked up yet, so go do something. That's the best scene in the movie. Yeah, I I like that too, and it's like this, you know, that's her way when she said, "Go enjoy your twenties." It's like. This is your coming of age. Coming, we're used to coming of age movies being around like preteens or t- you know new teenagers. This has shifted ten years later. This guy's having a coming of age. You know what I mean? Well, that's why. Like, and we get like everyone gets a coming of age. Really, like she gets her coming of age. He gets his after the. the I didn't. I brushed past it, but the intro of the movie is he's like a twelve year old kid at a bar mitzvah, and he's hitting on an older girl, and gets rejected basically, and then that's like your your setup premise for yeah. the whole thing. So I, again, right. that stuff like that is a little, and it's, it's a little overwritten, a little unnecessary. We're like, we don't need to see that. Like this guy's whole life is, I like older women at bar mitzvahs. And that's why my, my, that <laughs> hence, hence why I am in a there movie. Are literally where I, two women, the one at the beginning and Dakota Johnson. It's not like there's this whole cadre of women. No, but when you're know? story, you're, it's your storytelling. You're saying, Hey, I was 12 years old and I had a hit on a girl on a, on a bar mitzvah. 10 years later, I am now falling into DJing at a bar mitzvah hitting on an older woman that's story that's that's yeah. specific cinema language to me it's over it's too much it's like <laughs> you know we don't need that intro we don't need wow. to be like oh he also yeah x and he likes the older women and he's got a bar mitzvah tie like come on he's just been he's been in a stunted growth period for all that time mm. i still don't understand dakota johnson's character like i don't understand her motives like I am still stuck on what we said earlier about the um when after she had the miscarriage and they go home and she jumps on him like I don't I, I don't get that yeah. by the end of the movie she's like I'm faithful to my husband who's clearly not fucking faithful with her let's be honest what was he doing there the whole time um what is he doing in Chicago well I right no, but I think we are supposed to come around and be like. Oh, we Snoopy noser people on the outside looking at other people's relationships. We see 10 minutes and we think we know everything. And then Dakota Johnson at the end tells us, look, look, I know it looks bad on the outside, but actually our relationship's not that like, I know what it looks like, but it's actually not like that. And like, it's, it's a said that like, like I, 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 that's the part that was refreshing for me. It almost like, it was almost frustrating that we were in this kind of 22 year olds fantasy world in quotations fantasy world this whole movie only to actually be brought back to adult reality at the end and i really like his take on adult reality the last 10 15 minutes i kind of want more of that mm-hmm. I, I i when we're sitting in his la 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 world where he's chasing manic pixie dakota johnson milf it's strange yeah, yeah but otherwise how do you get to that point like i mean you're at a different story. I, I, i'm okay with all of that you write a different story this is a strange story. It doesn't make any sense. It's a very weird premise of an indie drama. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Mm. A guy, a guy DJs things that he dates the older. I, I don't know. I mean, I, it's a, it's a. I think const- Dakota. I think what happens in here is that this guy exudes this um, sort of effortless, self-effacing charm, right? And I think it's real. If you don't buy that, then then you're going to have trouble with. I also other don't things, understand right? how. He carries himself so poorly at one of the first ones that he does where he's drunk and 
everyone is so appalled by him, but then everyone keeps inviting him back to continue to do it. And then it's, the last yeah. one that he does is because there was a brawl. Like I, if that's such a, a, a upper class, which they're kind of showing us of community of people, I don't think that anyone would invite him back. It's also saying it's just strange that like yeah like at the beginning he like he gets everyone to dance and then all like the the cocktail moms are like ooh you're so cute you should come back and DJ again ooh you should run these parties all the time like that's why he gets into it and Nicole was literally saying in that first scene like this is so weird why is this thirty two year old twenty two year old at this party where he doesn't know anyone and he's talk he's going up to people and he's playing with the kids and now the moms are inviting him back. This is the premise of the movie. Like Nicole is very off put in the first ten minutes of all this. I, I, yeah, I but, he, <laughs> but he does know people. This is his community. This is not he's not right. an outsider. So he no. does know people. So that's not that's not a fair. It felt weird, predatory in the beginning when he was going up to the Dakota Johnson with her child and was like, "Oh." And I think, I'll well, yeah, that. I think it could have gone that direction easily, been a totally different film. But yeah, I can see it going that way. I can see it going with um, the, you know, Joseph the fiance or whatever, also being a really bad dude. Even sure, Brad Garrett's character, I think, could have been really bad. I think all of them could have been really horrible, manipulating people. Yeah, and also, like, like they he goes up to he goes up to people, but like, this is part of the white picket fence, upper middle class. Like, I think if you're, I think that's something that only happens if you're like, oh, everyone who I know vaguely in my town circle is safe and okay. If someone I know at <laughs> If I if someone I know at my kid's school and I'm not in such a good neighborhood comes up to me and like, oh, I've seen that guy's brother before, that doesn't automatically give him clearance to start having parties with 12, running parties for 12 year olds, you know? I think that is a specifically like, this is a upper class town where like, oh, it's just fine that like, the, the, these parents at no point are concerned of predatory things at any point. Well, no. Well, no, but it's also an uh, uh, it's a small enclave of an upper class. It's not just an upper class community. It's the Jewish community. So it's a small portion of that. And it's very insular and everybody does know each other. I mean, you grew up in a town that was kind of like that. I know. That's why that's why to me it rung. And I think that's why Nicole might be. It felt so false, but I think and I, it feels, the, feels false at, to her. Well, we look at the audience score too: 61 percent audience, 85 percent critics. I mean, what do the average mm-hmm. critics grow up in? You think the average film critic grew up in on the streets, or you think they grew up in an upper middle class town? Well, like hey, Cooper I didn't Rafe grow did. up on the streets. Let's let's make that clear. <laughs> well, I mean, Siskel and Ebert did not. Nicole, grow I grew up, up in a town streets. where if strangers came up to me, it was fu- it was safe. You know, we kept our doors unlocked. You know. Okay, I still don't know what you're trying to prove to me. <laughs> I. I- just, I like, just that there's a there's a it, when you live in a smaller insular community there's a lot of trust that forms and you and you feel like uh everybody knows everybody there's a there's a piece of you that doesn't uh want to make a mistake or mm-hmm. you know have anything bad happen it it there there's a dark side to it as well but the, i mean mostly it's just that's just what that, makes it that, feel not like a gen z movie to me because i don't think many people in this world now would feel comfortable with that 
it wouldn't be like that, regardless of where it is. Like, no one would let a 22-year-old man that they just met or are very unfamiliar with come to sleep over or be there very late at your 13, with your 13-year-old autistic daughter that can't um, help fend for herself as much as someone else could. It's not possible. And then if I heard that he was in her bedroom scratching her back, I would be fucking pissed. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, this again, like, I think that's, I think, and to me, as you said all that, I'm like, that sounds not that weird to me. To me. Like, to, like, a, a, a small town <laughs> where, like, you have the friend, like, you have the friend's older brother come over. Like, I just, it wouldn't be that weird. I don't know. It just, to me, it wouldn't be. It would be like if your aunt came over. To me, a a friend's, a friend's acquaintance's older brother is is as good as an aunt, you know? Yeah, it's like an extended family member. Exactly, like an extended family. A a, a town member is an extended family member to someone in a place like this. I mean, and this is a story, too. And this is not, I mean, sure, there's a lot of, there are liberties that are being taken here. I don't, I do, I see what Nicole's saying that, you know, the further we get along in time, the less likely people are to trust one another. And regardless of the situational aspect of it, um, for the purposes of this movie, you have to, like, sort of put that aside and... Well, you really have to for this movie because that is the premise of the movie. You really have to be like, I accept that this town, like, doesn't believe in stranger danger. Or, like, everyone knows everyone in this town and everyone kind of is cool with everybody all the time and everyone knows everyone. Like, that's the that's the reality you have to accept if you're going to... Yeah, but we still have chance. bullies, right? And we still have people that behave, you know, parents that behave inappropriately at bar mitzvahs. Right, and, again, this is I all... Mean, <laughs> White people Those problems. are the only bad guys in the movies, though. This There's no all... like big bad yeah. guy. So yeah. no one, Those no one's in only... real any real danger here. It's all about our what is our feelings yeah. of our lives. What what is what are we doing? What are we doing? It's 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 <laughs> mumblecore, which is fine. I like mumblecore. So this one's. In, but then in we'll it. also call our our booty call when uh, our old not girlfriend girlfriend turns us down. It's yeah, weird. We what? The the, you... the girl the girl who's like oh, peak Maya? In high school yeah or Macy I forget which one there was a Maya and a Macy I don't know, I forget which one did what but yeah I found that that was a little weird to me yeah I, again I, I like a lot of parts of this movie I have more problems with like big big structural general overarching character like it's just like, I, I like, I, I think I, I like this writing and this style, but I don't like these characters. I need something different. I need, like, not the, I, I started, his other movie, Shithouse, the first 15 minutes of that, he's also the star in that, and that was much more interesting. He has, like, an asshole roommate in that one, where, like, that guy's more prickly, and I, I'm more interested to hear him write some meaner characters, because everyone in this, again, the bullies are very mm-hmm. flat, and, like, I want to, I want to, I want to hear something different, I think, um. Because mm-hmm. it's good, it's just not quite my not quite my tempo here. But uh, cha cha, real smooth. Any other thoughts? Do we recommend it, uh, Nicole? Um, no, I don't think so. It's I got my taste of a movie that begins and has a middle and ends the way it should, and I didn't like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I take, don't like it. I'm taking back what I said before. <laughs> Yeah, you have to. I don't want a true to life movie. Just not really liking most movies. Every once in a while, every once in a while. Mama K, you recommending Cha Cha Real Smooth? 
Yeah, I mean, based on the soundtrack alone, but yeah, I'm still, even after talking about it and realizing that maybe it doesn't, it's going to be a hard sell for a lot of people, um, yeah, I'm going to recommend it. It might not be, though. Like, I was reading it, like, I read Letterboxd, that's kind of like my, like, that's where I go yeah. to see what other people my age brackets who are movie watchers, because there's, like, critical tastes, but then there's, you know miller box for younger people and uh they i mean yeah. they love it they, they like this is i'm in we are in nicole and i being in the minority uh or at least i'm, I'm kind of mixed on it uh and it's well received people people believe this people are like well, yeah. okay and believe him and i'm telling you guys I, i'm gonna make like a lena dunham bet i think that like could be could be problems down the line could be something we don't know I hope not. I hope he makes better stuff and gets better. And this is this this is. I hope this is Rushmore. Uh, remember Wes Anderson's Rushmore? How much I always talk about. That's the second movie. I hate Rushmore, but I love all his other. Well, like yeah. love. Maybe Chasha will be yeah, Rushmore we're... for this. So that's enough. Two. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna <laughs> quite recommend Chasha. I don't think. Uh, not quite. Um, it's, it's not quite there for me. That's too bad. Yeah. I. Yeah, not not quite. I want to see shit house. The gen the, the Gen Xer in the group is recommending it. <laughs> yeah, that's not again. Inter- I thought you. I thought we were gonna dump on. Honestly, I thought I was gonna have to straw straw defense it a little bit. <laughs> I did. I was not expecting you to like this. Um, yeah, so I'm pleasantly surprised. Surprise. I'm always cheering for people to like things. So one recommend, two not recommends. Mine mine's begrudging not recommend for Cha Cha Real Smooth. And we've got uh, oh, we've got the third murder uh, celebrity on a train movie. We got a another murder. Yeah, spread. Uh, what is it? Haunting it looks in Venice? scary though. Yeah, well, oh. I'm sure it won't be because it's a porno film. I'm sure it'll be very tame. PG thirteen porno film. A porno. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're gonna Poirot. do Poirot. Poirot, the detective. Oh my god, I'm not reviewing a porno movie. A po- <laughs> that, what about a Poirot would... porno? I would pay to no. hear you dis- dissect a porno film. I would actually, I would ever... actually do it too. I would like critically, like critique it. I would be like, I don't, I don't really buy. I wasn't buying her performance. Just wasn't doing it. <laughs> yeah, I could already tell. Do you want me just to review it right now, even though we haven't seen one? Because I'm pretty sure the review is always going to be the same. <laughs> the acting so. just wasn't up to par. Mine will be. Mine will change yeah. based on performances and writing. You know, camera work. Very Why didn't she get her nails done before she got into this scene? I don't understand. <laughs> nah, that's not really what I would have been looking for. Uh, ah, you, that's, there's going to be a lot of that. If you have yeah, things to recommend blows. to us, if you have things to recommend to us, we'll, that's we'll, not porn. You can we'll, please don't recommend porn. We, you can. There you go. <laughs> Films with the women in my life oh my on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. We're also on YouTube. If you can click all the buttons that make us the algorithm happy, uh, YouTube is uh, Films with Women in My Life. Thank you guys for being on. Cha cha real smooth. Bye. Everybody, clap your hands. Until next time, this is Brent signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions 
at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.